This week on Erotic Awakening, Sex and BDSM, Charmed, and Better Dildos. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. We want to thank our latest patron supporters, Spank Cake and Randolph. Head over to patreon.com slash eroticawakening today and get your bonus content and support the show. And thank you, new patrons. And hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about, I don't know what we're actually talking about, Don. You said the topic is sex <laughs> and BDSM. Sex and BDSM. So. And, and then we will spend a little bit of time talking about our five days at the Charmed event that we just got back from. Indeed. So it's going around the circuit again, people asking this question. Okay. I feel like it's a, a question that's been asked quite a bit over the last two decades, but I could not find a show title with this title. And okay. We've had to have talked about BDSM and sex, but let's do it again. After 15 years, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of shows we'll be doing again. So Sex and BDSM. And specifically, we're talking about how the two mix together or that or do keep they them apart? mix together or, you know, the whole thing. So the person on FetLife was asking, you know, I was negotiating for BDSM and they started negotiating sex. I thought those were two different things. And a lot of people started to respond going, well, it depends. And it does indeed depend. And I would say that when we got started, I feel like and again, this is going to be due to when and where you're practicing BDSM. But certainly when we got started, I feel like, well, I know it was two separate animals. So mm -hmm. much so that you and I started a group to combine the two together. We did. We um, created a group called the Leather Swing. So just to get the idea across that it was kink, even though leather's not always kink. Well, you know, it, it pretty much is. <laughs> So that we could do both kink and power exchange and sex and all the things. But what you said about location, like region, has a lot to do with it as well. Mm -hmm. Our region wasn't really, which was central Ohio, wasn't really combining the two in public. So their parties were very much, uh, 20 years ago, 24 years ago, whatever, they were very much just about kink and sex wasn't really involved. And I don't know that that's changed a whole lot. I would say that as we travel around the nation and we get to present and play at all throughout North America, that it's pretty much the same that if you're just doing pickup play, the assumption is that sex would not be part of your scene. And that if you did include sex into your BDSM, it'd have to be very specifically mentioned and very specifically negotiated in and and for that matter when you say sex exactly what does that mean well and well it depends on the people right and again i'm gonna say the location because in columbus once ais adventures in sexuality got involved and started having events then it became very pro-sex positive so our health department reviewed the events mm-hmm before the events happened, our hotel takeover, not our hotel takeover events, friends of ours, hotel takeover events, sex positive sex was absolutely okay. The health department would come in and have the whole STI conversations and things like that, make sure we had safer sex supplies on hand. And it became all about mixing the two. I, you know what, I'm, I agree with you. And you could say the same for Kinky College currently, mm -hmm. that it is very sex positive. But 
I would say that if I think about it, if I think about all the scenes mm-hmm. that happen in an Adventures in Sexuality, you know, a weekend, and I'm just going to vaguely guess based on the number of attendees and the amount of equipment and the number of hours the dungeons open, that there is probably a hundred scenes over a weekend. That is probably even underestimated. That's so underestimated. That's in the first hour. But if you think about it, of those hundred scenes, how many of them are sexual? And and here, you know, maybe we're we're splitting hair on what we mean by sexual. But I think overall, all those rope scenes and all those flogging scenes and all those needle scenes, they're pretty much non sexual as people would normally use the word sexual true but because it's a sex positive event that means sex is possible so we'll have to throw out there the whole thing about negotiation don't expect just because you're in a bdsm event for someone not to want sex mm-hmm. oh, to be involved. True. i mean like you said that's why we started our group because for me the best sex has Pink involved, BDSM involved, power exchange involved, something like that. That's the best sex for me. Mm -hmm. And then there's the whole idea of if you go to a swing club, right? That is all about sex. And every now and then they have a fetish night where kink is involved. How do you even negotiate there? So there are places and regions and events that are very much about combining the two or at least allowing the two. Mm -hmm. And then there's other regions and events that sex is absolutely off the table. And usually that has to do with like regional local ordinances and stuff like that. Columbus, Ohio, we could have all the sex we wanted because we had no alcohol but we couldn't break skin mm-hmm. on purpose. That was the health department's line. Whereas if you go to some place like, is the woodshed like this? The woodshed, their ordinance is they can break skin, but they can't have sex. Right. No penetration. Right. So the woodshed's in Orlando, Florida. So no penetration, but they can have all the blood play they want. Go to Cleveland and one of the groups there, you can only have sex on member nights. Mm-hmm. So private parties, there's all kinds of, you know, there's all kinds of laws in place and yeah. things like that. But regardless, and I think, you know, just to say at a high level, I don't want to get into the conversation of what is sex, because certainly you and I talk about sacred sexuality and mm-hmm. and Tantra and a good foot massage can be sexual if you do it right. Damn straight. But in this case, <laughs> I, I think we're talking more about interacting with the naughty bits in a naughty way. Yes, I think that's what we're talking about. And like I said, for some people, they are ju- they're not even into sex. Mm-hmm. They like kink, rope, whatever, floggers, you know, like you said, needle scenes, whatever. They don't want sex involved at all. It's all about the endorphins and the chemicals in the body and stuff like that without sex. And then for some of us like me, I love the two combined. Mm-hmm. Need the two combined. <laughs> well, talk a little bit about that. Do you mean that in a literal sense that you need the two combined? I do. I need to have some of that in my life. Yes. Do all of my BDSM scenes involve sex? No. Mm-mm. So I have play partners that it is just about the BDSM, mm-hmm. just about the kink. 
I don't think I have any play partners or partners where my sex does not involve some sort of something. Some sort of something. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. All of my BDSM scenes, at least with consistent partners, include some level of sexuality. And if I'm going to do pickup play... That's where it gets a little bit more flexible for me. If somebody just wants to experience a flogging, great. I'm fine with just doing a flogging. But I prefer a level of sexuality, at least sensuality. But actually, I prefer a level of sexuality as well. The challenge comes, of course, that's a more difficult scene to negotiate and not get yourself in trouble. Absolutely. And maybe that's part of it. I mean, I I don't do, I haven't done, wow, I cannot make any absolute statements here. (laughs) (laughs) So for the most part, I have not done sexual play as pickup play. Not in in quite a few years. I've kind of drifted to the, I need to have played with you for a long while before sex is involved in it though one night stands aren't so bad at all (laughs) i'll have to take your word for that i've only got one i can speak of (laughs) i would say though that i am like you in that my my preference is let's do both Mm -hmm. let's enjoy uh combining the two together and and you know you and i actually teach an entire class on how to do that successfully because there is some Things to consider, especially in the negotiation aspect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But also how to appropriately mix two powerful styles of play together without them bumping heads with each other. Mm -hmm. So totally agree. Well, there you go. (laughs) It's like, what else is there to say? Some people do it. Some people don't. Don't don't assume. Yep. Don't assume that, you know, if, if you're negotiating with somebody and... Make sure you have that conversation that, hey, oh, by the way, I don't want any sex or I only want this kind or, you know, this is it really it depends on what kind of negotiation you're doing. If it's a we're going to talk about all the things we're going to do versus let's talk, let's outline what's not going to happen. That that certainly makes things more tricky. So discussing what's not going to happen makes things more tricky. If you're. If our negotiation, Dawn, you and I are getting ready to play and you're like, well, no dirty talk and don't touch my feet, right? Mm -hmm. You might be looking at my toy bag, but if that's all the limitations you've put to me, right, then because I am a sexual BDSM player, I might, oh, okay, cool. That means I get to finger your pussy while I spank you. You better bring that up during negotiation. Absolutely. that's, That's the point, right? Even if in a situation where... The other person is negotiating as a, let's not do these things. If Mm. you're planning on bringing a level of sexuality into it, the nature of BDSM normally, publicly, is that sex is not a standard. So if you're planning on bringing that in, make sure that you point that out. That's very true. If I say, okay, so no needles, don't touch my feet. And then later you go and touch my Mm hoo-ha, we're going to have problems. Because don't assume that right. sex is part of a scene. This is exactly what you're saying, right? So cool. Yeah, don't don't assume it is. 
If you want to watch us have sex in a scene, what? you can see us in a variety of in-person places like uh, Maryland. Well, you know what? That's true. They could see us having sex in Arizona, a scene. Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Keep up with all our events, book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And get your EA shout-outs like Rand from Luxembourg. And Michael T. from Maryland. And Andy from California. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So, Don, I know you're such you're a big fan of what's it called the the dragon dildos. What do you call those? Things? Bad dragon. Bad dragon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you uh, know that there is somebody else out there that you should be checking out? There's probably a couple of places, but I'm assuming you have someone in mind. This one I am speaking of is specifically it's MFA designs. What is that? Monster fuckers. What? Monster. Uh, association. Yep. Um, I can't tell. Yeah. So I can't tell from here, but it's monster fucker something. So that's a win right there. Well, go find <laughs> out yourself. Head over to MFA-designs.com and you'll be able to see the Ooh, uh, monstrous dildos that we're looking at right now. Some of them monster shaped, some of those, well, cock shaped and no well, cock that, that I know. That other one looks like a sea urchin. <laughs> I, it's it did. And, round, and so. kind of spiky. That would be interesting. Indeed. So, indeed. And Ooh, really neat, that. really neat textures here. Oh, those are the rub against me ones. Mm -hmm. So, like, those would be great for, oh, yeah. Those are like clit stimulators. I like those. Those are monstry, evil looking. We actually heard about them is MFA Designs had a issue where they recently came across a problem with a vehicle and an accident. And they said, you know what? We're just going to drop our prices because we need to get some stuff sold. And we said, well, we'd be happy to help you sell some stuff. So although we have no affiliation with them and uh, you don't get a discount for mentioning us, feel free to head over to mfa-designs.com and give them a look. Looks like some fun toys to play with. Awesome. I'm going to head over there myself. So Dan. Yes. We just had a hell of a weekend. Yeah. We, did, we well, did something new. I don't know that you can call it a weekend because it was Thursday, Friday. Oh, that is Saturday, true. Sunday. Well, well Monday, we didn't leave. Monday was so us. <laughs> we flew into Baltimore Wednesday night so that we could be in Annapolis Thursday morning mm -hmm. and then didn't fly out until Monday so that we could be there all day Sunday. Mm -hmm. And just we did something that we have not done in 20 years, I'm going to say, because we've been going to events for probably about 24 years now. Mm -hmm. And it would have been near the beginning that we went to an event and didn't present. So probably our first event or our third event or something like that, where we didn't present or help out or volunteer or whatever. So or even event, demo bottom. Or even demo bottom. True. At least I demo bottomed at the beginning. And the event you're talking about is something called Charmed. So Charmed is an event put on by Black Rose that is specific about hypnosis and kink, or what people call hypno-kink, which obviously takes a lot less time to say. It does. And it was really neat situation of, you know, that four days of classes of stuff that we just don't run into, stuff that we haven't interacted with, stuff where... And, and again, I think that you and I were both of the same mind that we get to be the students again. We get to oh. be the noobs. And we ran into someone that we met at another event who's been 
presenting for a very long time. And it was her first time at a Hypno Kink event. And she was like, gosh, she's like, I get to be a sponge about something I know nothing about. And now you started studying this months back and then pulled me into it because you said I would be interested because it was stuff that I've done before, not knowing that's what I was doing, mm -hmm. not the kink part of it, not the hypno kink part of it, but the skills that you learn to be a hypnotist, like a certified hypnotist, are things that I've been doing for like 20 years as a priestess and a guided meditation facilitator and, mm -hmm. and things like that. I'm really interested in learning all these skills. So we went to a con and we didn't teach and like... We're like, ooh, we're going incognito. No one's <laughs> going to know us. Yeah, that didn't happen for very long, but, but mostly. Mostly. It's certainly mostly. a different experience. And as people that listen to the podcast know that Dawn, you and I are self-growth junkies. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we got to experience a lot of new things and you know you might say oh i'm not into hypnosis so i wouldn't be interested but a lot of this is about neuro-linguistic programming it it's mm -hmm. about psychology it's it's, it's about like trance work it's about presence in a scene it's about negotiation it's about consent because you can imagine with hypnosis there's a lot about consent going on mm -hmm. and i was actually impressed with this event because they're very much about consent they even had a consent team Mm -hmm. There was 24, always 20, yes, 24, 24 seven, seven staff consent team standing yep, by, standing by. So. And it looks like they were pretty bored, which was great news for them. Right. That's what you want out of your Absolutely consent. Absolutely fantastic. But so, so although we ran into two friends of ours whose names uh, we're not going to share with you. Because we, we didn't ask. Because we didn't ask. <laughs> but we did get to talk to Hypnostorian Panda, both who have been on the podcast before. And Enigma, who we have spent time chatting with on our Discord channel. Overall, super inclusive event. Mm -hmm. The space for it was great. Uh, even as a new person, I didn't feel oh, not that I welcome? didn't belong or unwelcome or anything like that. Oh, no, no. It was, it was pretty amazing. So not what I'm used to with a dungeon. The dungeon was kind yep. of small. It was very much more about the hypno versus the hypno kink, right? Mm -hmm. So more about the hypno rather than the kink. But that was cool. That was a different experience as well. So I loved it. I yep. loved all the new learning. I think I went to 10 classes, plus some of them were hybrid and recorded, and we were able to listen to those before our flight out. And so we got more notes. And yeah. And, and it was kind of super interesting to my knowledge, Don, this is the first event we've been to that has been a true hybrid event mm -hmm. where about half the classes were also live streamed. Right. And some of the things happened specifically for the people that were attending online. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So we did the speed trance. Mm -hmm. What was that, Friday night or Sunday? I think that was Friday night. I think it was available all nights. And we did it Friday night, so mm -hmm. speed trance. But yeah, the the online part also had their own thing. So their own speed trance or speed social or something like that over there. That was just the online people. And then some of it was the hybrid. Me and you got to go do the classes in person. And then one of your other partners attended online. Mm -hmm. And then some of the classes were only online, which means if we wanted to go see those, we would have to have gone back to our room and logged in. Yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting. <laughs> kind of neat. 
and it was nice that one of, as you mentioned, one of my partners attended as well. So we, we got to coordinate what classes is everybody going to, so we could all swap notes. So overall, very neat time. And I think that I'm pretty confident you and I are going back next year, but we're not going to be able to attend this event and not present next year, I think. I no, don't, that's it's just true. not our nature. You know, and to find out that we are already doing some of this stuff, I think if nothing else, we could teach during the uncon portion of it. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Know, about how we do some things. And yes, so... I'm actually excited on incorporating some of this new stuff into some of our older classes. Yep, absolutely. At least having the language for stuff that we're already teaching. That's kind of amazing. And I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe we were just busy enough that had there been any tentacles or food on boobs posted to the Discord, did we... Just Oh, I think we did because I actually caught up on those this morning. Well, there's a wonderful series from W. Socrates about the, and I'm just going to call her the woman in purple. I mm, really enjoyed that slides. whole. That's... And then Joyful Wish shared the tentacle bedspread, which is definitely something that nice. we probably need. So did you see this by Enigma? That is Halo. That is the person that's... doing themselves. No, that's Portal. Is it Portal? Yes. Oh, my God. That's a so, Portal gun sitting there. It's all, it's all right, honey. It's only the most popular <laughs> game in, on Steam. You know, I tried to play that with Slave Jim and just never got into it. But that was the person doing themselves, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because, because they were going through the portal. So they're, yeah. So where they put the portals allowed them to. <laughs> it's so odd looking. And it took me a little bit to get to it. To answer Mel C's question, Sour Patch Kids, Chocolates, and Ready Whip does count on food on boobs, according to the picture you've posted. So clearly the answer is yes there. Awesome. Plenty of stuff to look at and on our Discord channel. And we would love to chat. We have some great conversations going on there. And it's not all kink. We've got healthy kinksters. We've got resources, channels, and all kinds of, kinds of stuff on there. <laughs> so we also had a listener that texted me because some people have my text number and especially if I've done lunch with them before. And this listener told me about his barbed wire scene with a sub that Ooh. he loved that sadism episode that we did because mm -hmm. of the barbed wire. And I'm like, Oh my God, that had to be so hot. And their response was, wait a minute. What are the letters? O-M-F-O-M-F-G. God, I feel so old right now. <laughs> O-M-F-G. Oh, my fucking God. They absolutely loved that. And you know, as much as I love being a masochist and as much as I love pain mm -hmm. and as much as I love, I just don't know about barbed wire and the ripping of skin. I used to think I would be into like orna ornamental, not sure what word I need there, but cuttings mm -hmm. and... um. A Artistic cuttings. Artistic cuttings. I thought I would be into that as well. And then I watched one and I watched the cutting and I watched the blood and I was okay. And then they went to peel the skin so that it would scar. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I've had enough Can't of that. do it. Not to yuck on anyone's yum because that shit is hot. But I don't think I could have it done on me. And part of me says that sucks. And the other part of me is absolutely okay with that be part of the erotic awakening podcast community 
You can support us on Patreon and get early access to the podcast, a free version of the audiobook polyamory toolkit, free ebooks, member-only Discord access, and more. Find all the goodies at patreon.com slash eroticawakening today. Help others find us. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Join the conversation with us and other listeners. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for our growing Discord channel. Feel free to reach out to us. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. We are Dane and Dawn on FetLife. And Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.